Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge, a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability and culture of their family's environment. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Guerrero. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always good to have you with me. I'm so excited. I've been trying to get him on the program for quite a while, and I finally got him on, and I'm so excited. And you'll understand why I was so excited to have him on. My guest is Jake Endling. Jake is the author of The New Daddy Experience. So I can't wait to get into it and talk about this book with you and with him. So before we get started, I like to keep our tradition as much as possible and start out with a dad joke. So Jake, what is your favorite dad joke? Mine is, why did an old man fall in a well? Why is that? Because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> pretty pretty lame, but dad jokes are lame, and I it's can't a dad well joke. my contacts. So. It's a dad joke. It's okay for it to be lame. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> and they're still funny, and that's, the fu- that's, that's, this, that's just the thing about it. They're still funny. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. You know, so until the past month or so, I've never heard of dad coaches. What is a dad coach and why would a new dad want one? I firmly believe that in order to be the best first time dad with your baby, you need to know what dads have experienced that already, you know, have gone through this thing and can, can like, do like a brain dump, you know, like I need to take what I would like to know what an experienced dad has learned, put it into my mind so I can be the best first time expecting dad, brand new dad that I can be, you know? Hmm. And for me and many other dads that I've talked to and everything like that, um, they've, they all, you know, they all, want that information. They want to be the best they can be, but you don't know what you don't know. So I wrote a book after having seven kids. I figured I had some experience, you know, that I can share. Um, I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but I'll give you some a framework to follow that has helped us with our seven kids. So that's a long answer to a short question. Jake, we don't really talk as dads. I mean, no. Not like mothers do amongst other mothers. Like we, we don't really talk, do we? No, no, we, everything's good. Surface level's great. And we hide, you know, we hide those insecurities, our, um, uh, our, you know, quote unquote demons for what, for lack of a better term. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a, uh, we don't want to look like, we don't want to look weak. We don't want to ask for help. And even though, I think we need more help than, than women do most of the time, you know, Mm. um, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, you know, we all experience the same things and, but talking, but we all think we're on, on our own little Island, you know, is that what made you start working with new dads? What was your own experience like? Yeah. hundred percent. Um, my experience, I had, we had some good births and then we had one birth that was very traumatic. Um, my wife and 
baby almost died. It was a 32 week old, um, baby. He was three pounds when he was born. Um, he was in the NICU for 47 days. Um, it was our second child and it was, we were completely lost. You know, it was from it, from everything. I didn't know what to do. I, from, you know, helping my wife, uh, we had a 10 month old and then we have this brand new one and I have work and we had just moved to a new city like less than a year ago. So we didn't have any like network to help and support us. Um, it was, it was a roller coaster ride. And then, you know, as more kids come into the picture and family dynamics and, um, how you provide and support and, um, you know, burn yourself out. Like literally you just burn yourself right out if you're not self-aware of what's happening. So looking back on the past decade, um, and then with different things we've learned along the way, like the five types of baby cries, the, um, mindset perspectives, expectations, um, and just what things happen when it's it's a big undertaking for a brand new dad going into it so um i felt the urge to get that out there into a uh, a book form and i have a little bit of a podcast but the book was the first main thing i wanted to give out and uh yeah so that's kind of where what drove me to do it Birth trauma is kind of a new word in my vocabulary. I mean, a very, very new word. And I think a lot of that, a lot of birth trauma is not only just experiential, but I think it revolves around the anxiety of not really understanding or knowing what to expect. So when the unexpected happens, it creates its own trauma event for that reason alone. And so I read your book, I read your book cover to cover. And as I'm reading through this book, this loud question is in my mind, which is where was this book? Where was this information when I needed it the most when I had my first child? And fortunately it's not too late for dads now, which is why we're doing this conversation in the first place, because there are dads right now listening to this who will be able to take advantage and benefit from this and hopefully not have such a traumatic experience. So I'm really grateful you did this work and, and that you're even here to talk about this. Well, thank you so much. Um, uh, that's, that was kind of my goal, you know, um, I wish you had it too, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, by the way, how, how old are your kids? I have, as of this moment, I have a seven-year-old and I have a 10-year-old. Awesome. Yeah, it's I'm a little ways from that new experience and whatnot. But I have to say, back when I had my first one, my first child, there just wasn't much out there for new dads as far as resources. There was a lot out there for new moms, just not much out there for new dads. And that kind of goes into my next question, which is what are the differences in availability of resources for new moms versus new dads as of, as of today? 
I think if you do a quick Google search, you'll find that a lot of the, up until a couple, just a couple years ago, everything for dads has been like based off of like, kind of like joking matter, you know, like, Hey, I'm a new dad, you dude, dude to dad. Like it's all surface level. It doesn't Mm -hmm. help you to be honest. And moms have like these in-depth things, blogs and resources and videos and two inch and three inch like thick books and um, uh, all the help from the medical field, you know, whether it be doulas or OBGYNs and hospitals and pamphlets and folders and binders and all these things. And then dad's information is just like support your woman. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, oh, get ready for the cravings, you know, oh, Hey, uh, I got a couple questions here, like in Facebook groups that I've been in for a few years. It's like, hey, I'm about to have my first kid. Do you, do you guys have any any uh, advice? And most of the answers are, dude, you'll figure it out. Uh, it'll come naturally. Uh, you know, get, get ready for the cravings. Um, watch out for the crazy mood swings. Just say yes, dear. You know, like this this stuff that does not help you at all um so that's going away slowly and what i've found in my research too is australia and and um europe uh like england um they have some really good they're further advanced in their new dad education material and i mentioned that in the book um so it's coming around for dads but you know it'll there's not nearly as much stuff out there, especially the stuff that's like real and actionable and you can like um, trust. You know, another thing, one more thing is that you there's videos and blogs and books for dads, but like how do you know what their qualifications are? Mm-hmm. You know, I read one book and it was like 25 pages in until he even mentioned like something worthwhile as advice. It was just his story about his first child being born and he only has one kid. Not, not saying that's not um, pl- plausible or anything like that. Like that's awesome. He wrote a book too. So he has, he has a good heart. But if you're a new dad striving and craving information and you have a limited amount of time, like, that's not a good resource. Yeah. And as you were describing some of the groups that you've been in and you've seen some of the answers and the discussions that are taking place in some of these groups, if you could see, if you could have seen my face while you were describing that I was sitting here cringing because I've seen all of that. It's insulting actually, because it implies that we don't have emotions that we are quite frankly expendable. And so a lot of dads are getting that message and they're just checked out. It's not because they don't want to be involved. It's because the message that they're being told is that you're frankly not needed. You're not, you're not important. You're not essential. And your role really is not important until much later on in that child's life. And so they, that's the message that they're getting and the behavior reflects it. And that's really sad because the ones, the ones who suffer the most from that attitude are the mothers 
and the children. Yes. And I find that unacceptable, which is why, again, why another reason why we're having this conversation. Yeah. And to even go one, I'm glad you said that too, because to even go one level further is there's scientific research now that proves that the development, the physical brain development and makeup of a baby, any baby is more developed if there's a father a, a father figure around from early pregnancy through birth all the way through like year one and year two like those first thousand days which start oh yes yeah it's it's literally like having a male figure around develops your baby's brain better than not having it. So like they're literally like limiting the brain capacity of your baby by not being around and not being educated. That's another thing that just drives me nuts. Um, and another reason why I have this book out because there's an app for this uh, that helps you, that helps dads. Um, and it's called Oliki. And it's an- another thing that's mentioned in my book. It's O-L-I-K-K-I, Oliki app.com or something like that. And, um, it, I don't know, it's awesome, but yeah. So brain development, dad has a direct impact on it and that's never talked about. Mm, I know exactly who you're talking about too. It was developed by Claire Stead. Yes. Um, and I had her She's on the amazing. program and I don't remember if she was on your program or you were on her program. I was um, on hers actually. Okay. Yeah. You were on her program then. Yes. She is absolutely amazing. And the app she developed, yes, is absolutely a game changer. They're just simple little things that any dad can do that make a, that every one of these tasks will make a very big difference and impact in your child's development within the first thousand days, little things that any dad can do. There's no reason to sit on the sideline and you're absolutely right. The science proves that dads are essential in those first thousand days. And now there's an app that can even act like a manual for you. We like manuals. That's yep. we're, we're used to that. I mean, but most of us, yes, w- when it comes to things, we like to have a manual with it if we don't understand it so we can figure it out. And now there is one in this app. So there are resources now that weren't around then. So there's absolutely no reason now not to get involved. And so, yeah, Jake's right. Don't believe all the nonsense that's out there that dads are bumbling fools and they don't know what they're doing. And so um, dads are not important. So go sit on the sideline, let the mother do everything. No, it's all garbage. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm totally excited about that. And, and I have been sitting here just itching to get at my next thought because I read this book and I love all the chapters in the book, but the one that I got absolutely fired up about is the one in chapter two and it's on the five baby cries. And this is another one where I just beat my fist on the table and just yelled out, where was this? I would have loved (laughs) to have known this when I had my first child, where was this? So this chapter is an absolute game changer for new dads. So could you share some examples or stories on how understanding those five cries can change the dynamics of a new family? Absolutely. And honestly, my wife found this. It's called the Dunstan Baby Language. It 
is developed by Pris- Priscilla Dunstan. And she, there's five different types of baby cries. Like it takes a little bit to learn, but one of the most frequent ones and easiest ones to identify is nah. It's like N-A-A-A, you know, nah, nah, where your tongue starts at the top of the, of the mouth and comes down. Nah, you know, and that's hunger. And that's one of the first sounds your baby will make. Babies communicate 100% of the time. And the reason they cry is because they need something or they are gassy or there's some, there's something wrong, right? And if you can know what to listen for, and you know, it's not immediate. It takes a couple weeks to identify, but we've learned, we've used this on every single one of our babies. And it is, I tell you, amazing because if you know what the baby needs and then you can meet that need quicker, they cry less. There's less stress between mommy and daddy. There's less stress between mommy and the baby. The, the house is quieter. You're more rested. Like it can go, you know, you're more rested to go, um, for, for work or for just pleasure or just, you know, everything. It's absolutely game changing. You're right. And, um, it's definitely helped us. And there's, and if you have not heard of it before, don't feel bad because in the 12 years of us, like being in the baby space and stuff and having seven kids and being in different hospitals, the NICUs and doctors and nurses and people that I've talked to. And, um, there's only been eight people, eight in the last 12 years that have heard of this before medical people included, like, so it's, so don't feel bad if you don't know, but now, you know, okay. I sat here trying to keep my mouth shut because as you're trying to talk about this, I'm so excited about this. Yes. I remember sitting there listening to my son cry and hearing that nah, nah. And then I thought, well, that's interesting. I sure wonder what that means. I don't have no idea what that is. And then kind of trial and error, trying to figure it out and felt like I I felt like I was getting nowhere. And then the oddest thing, my second one comes along. And then when he's born, he cried the same cries and I still had no clue what I was doing or what it meant. Yeah. But it's not your fault, you know? Um, and and it's hard to tell, even though, I mean, the three things are, they're either hungry, they're wet, or they're, they need to poop or something like that. Right. Like those are kind of the three basic things you check for first when the baby starts to cry. Um, and you know, just to get a little bit deeper is, uh, suggest that once the baby's born, if the nurses are good nurses, they tell you to track what the baby does for like the first 24 or 48 hours or whatever. And, um, you can continue that on, but if you're feeding every three hours and you know, the, the baby is dry, they burped well at the last feeding, it's about two hours, two hours and 15 minutes after the previous feeding and they're starting to cry, you know, and nah, nah, nah. They're hungry, you know, like you can feed them. And um, so that's another thing we did was those first, that first like week, you try to like track what the baby does 
And then that will help you learn the type of cry faster because you should be able to eliminate and know the baby's schedule better, if that makes sense. Dads, did you hear that? The code has been cracked on the baby cries. (laughs) I hope you were listening to that. So I'm going to give you a big hint right now. Go pick up the book. It's called The New Daddy Experience. Then if you want to read the, all the other chapters actually do, you should read every single one of them. But if you, if you're really interested in the baby cries, you can skip right to chapter two. The chapter is literally called the five baby cries and it's all there. Everything you need to know, it's all in there. Read the chapter once, read it twice, read it three times. If you need to read it, memorize every single one of those five baby cries. It's not like absolute, you know, I want to throw this disclaimer in there, you know, like you still, we still have, you know, with our seventh and fifth and sixth, we still had the 45 minutes of solid wailing at three in the morning, you know, when you're mm-hmm. half awake and you can't do anything there, they, you know, they have a air pocket in their belly that they can't burp out or, you know, they need to, um, fart or poop or something like that still you know you still have that but Mm -hmm. you definitely know and understand your baby more because you have to look at how it's how it's making the sound and how the mouth is forming you know sometimes it's like an oval shape or Mm -hmm. um and stuff too so yeah but dunstan baby language go check it out i have an unusual question do dads get postpartum depression oh yeah Absolutely. And that's not talked about, not shared about, but recently studies are coming out more that like three, three in 10 dads, um, get postpartum depression, get some sort of depression in the first year of the baby's life. And that's 100% true. And I think it's more, I think it's more like 60, 60%, six out of 10 dads, because your whole life's changing, you know? everything and you have this like new life that you're living with this new little human that you're 100% responsible for you have your wife or your partner and you're responsible for them now you know maybe they're not hopefully they're able to stay home with the baby as long as possible um and then you know it's everything's riding on your shoulders so Absolutely, you get postpartum depression. I kind of call it, because I've experienced it, and I call it more like of a, a situational depression and a situational anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't, as men, we don't want to be labeled as having depression, or we don't want to be labeled as being anxious or having anxiety about things. And mm-hmm. But we do. And it's real. It's an emotion you need to feel. And... It might hang around for a week or two or three, you know, like kind of down in the dumps. Like, again, with men, we close up. We don't talk about things. If you talk about it with a previous dad, a previous or another dad that has had a baby, you guys will probably have the same conversation. Like, yep, I've experienced that too. Or, oh, yeah. Like, um, you know, I didn't feel like super depressed, but yeah, I was down for a while. You know, like not like almost every emotion you have as a new dad, every other, every other one of us has had to. So don't be ashamed 
or scared to talk about it because it just helps. You can't like what? What are they going? If someone makes fun of you for it, like who cares? You know, like what's so they're not feeding your kid. You know, like go go to the next one. Like, did they make you feel bad? So what? It's life. Like get over it and ask another ask another dude. You know, like it's not like we're in elementary school here. We you know oh, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> you know, you got to grow mm-hmm. up a little bit here. and just ask. So, um, at the other at the other end of that is, um, if it lasts longer, and this is just my random dad advice. I'm no medical professional or anything like that, or psychiatrist or psychologist. But if you can't kick these like feelings, um, you know, after like a month, then you know, seek out some professional help. Um, is my advice. And, and then they can help you, but, um, absolutely. And it's okay to also to mourn that old self, your old life, you know? And with that being said, make sure that you and your wife schedule time for just yourselves. Like mommy has time just for her and you have time just for you. And like, maybe she, um, is just alone for three hours, you know, or goes shopping by herself or catches up with some friends and you do the same thing. Like if you used to golf with your golf buddies, go, go play like, you know, nine holes instead of 18, you know, but make sure it's okay with mommy. And another thing, this is the most important thing is talk about your emotions with your woman, with your wife, with your girl. Um, because if they, cause that eliminates any problems or fights or avoid some fights or confrontational talk or someone just exploding you exploding on your, on your wife about like something's like spilled milk or a dirty baby bottle or something like that. Like you need to get those emotions out and those feelings out and share them with her. One, it'll make her feel more closer to you. And two, it gets them off your chest. Three, she knows that you're kind of down in the dumps a little bit and it's there's just nothing bad that can come from communicating your depressive or anxiety feelings new dads out there listening we are here with jake endling we are talking about his new book the new daddy experience if you go to the fatherhoodchallenge.com that's the fatherhoodchallenge.com and you go to this episode description right below the description will be the link to be able to get this book. You'll be able to click right on the link. It'll take you right to where you can purchase this book. Furthermore, we were talking about the Aliki app. I will also put a link there where you can access information about the Aliki app. It will tell you how you can get the Aliki app and what to expect. All that information will be there. So do yourself a favor, do your family a favor, and go ahead and get this book and read it cover to cover. I can promise you, I've read it. You will not regret it. So as we close, Jake, what is your challenge for new dads listening right now? I would go purchase the, well, one, my book, but two, more importantly, is the five types of baby cries, which is Dunstan baby language. They have a, they have a, um, a course it's an online course, simple. I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. It's like 40 bucks. 
and that will teach you the five types of baby cries in a couple hours. That's my challenge to you. So if you really care about your baby's development and the health of your family, go do that. I will put that link also below the episode description. So that way you can take advantage of Jake's challenge and actually do it to take action on it. Jake, that's our time. Thank you so much for being on the program with us. I'm really grateful for it. Oh, it was my pleasure. And I'm very humbled and honored to be here too, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fatherhood Challenge. If you would like to contact us, listen to other episodes, find any resource mentioned in this program, or find out more information about the Fatherhood Challenge, please visit thefatherhoodchallenge.com. That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com.